gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to Broken But Glorious! Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Officer, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward! Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious, I'm Chris Lapp and delighted to be joined by Nick Davey. Good evening. And Oliver Newman. Good evening everyone. Uh, how you doing Stephen lads? Yeah, they're all good here, thanks Chris. I'm dying with excitement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's one one story I want to start with before we get on to the sh- recent shows we've been to. So, uh, According to the PWI inside, PWI Insider... There's talk of calling up the Street Profits to to join New Day because there's concern that the group's getting stale. Uh, we want some New Day. <laughs> uh, we want some New Day. Would, would you? I don't think. Would you mark out that? I don't happening? think. Oh, sorry. Would you? Uh, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, no. Three times in a row. Sorry, Chris. Um, to to like give my two. Sense on this, I don't think they'll help either group. To be honest, I no. think the, the Street Profits have got a niche in NXT, and they're completely different to anything there. Um, and the New Day is is the you know Kofi and Big E and Xavier Woods, isn't it really? Mm. Uh, I think if they're uh, you know so called getting stale, then don't have them as the tag team champions. Um, there's so many great tag teams on. On SmackDown, um, and there was on Raw, and they just kept the titles for so long. So, you know, that's that's what kind of leads to that. Really, it's it's the same way I've felt about anyone that's had a long title reign lately. Um, that's that's what's kind of making anything uh, quote unquote stale. I think. I think if they move them into the singles ranks, just keep them as a group, but then you can have them help each other win matches, make them a bit more heelish like they used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. You got any thoughts Wait. on this, Nick? Um, I think, um, I, yeah, I don't think it should really happen. I think New Day, um, I think they've still got plenty of sort of feuds left in the tank with uh, um, with other tag teams, especially on SmackDown. I think the only thing I would, would mind it if it was going to happen is that maybe it's due to the fact that Big E or someone turns on um or someone does just turns on the New Day, they have a New Day split, and then um, they get sort of a couple of new members in. Um, so you could maybe have Big E leave the group, and they have to get two people in to replace B because he's such a big, I don't know, competitor. But that's the only way I'd probably do it. But I don't think they should. I think it should dampen, as I say, both rather than improve both, so to speak, as Oliver kind of said. I wouldn't trust WWE to treat it right. Yeah. Last our Twitter followers that they'll mark out if this happened, and twenty three percent said yes. Seventy seven said no. <laughs> so that's overwhelming now. So. Right, so before we get yeah. into the review, um, Nick, you went to Hello Wembley. Do you want to discuss that? Oh wow! It's it's it, it's Hello Nick. 
I was a bit disappointed that one of my highlights from WrestleMania didn't happen when uh, Primo Epico did like in the under the drive battle when Primo Epico did that ridiculously cool uh, stunt to stay in the match and then all they did was get clobbered out by Kane when <laughs> <laughs> they came back into the ring. Um, so I was hoping there was something like that was going to happen but I think that's just me being weird. But no, um, but yeah, no, uh, in short, fantastic um, show and um, no, just as I say, every match was great. I think the overall show was great. Not really many surprises or major anything like sort of surprises or little turns or anything like that. Uh, obviously, that, that's not knocking the show because I think every match was just class. But I think it did have. I think it did just have that overall big, big feeling to it. And I say the main event was was absolutely fantastic. Mm. I'd just like to say at this point about uh, Doug Williams that I saw him um, against Jerry Lynn way back when uh, FWA um, uprising, I think it was. Wow. And, yeah, exactly. I must be Showing my age there, Nick. Um, yeah, this was, this was, you know, I think like 16 years ago. Um, Been like this and, all the time. <laughs> yeah, and, and him and Jerry Lynn like tore it up. And then since then, um, <clears throat> you know, Doug Williams has been one of my favourite technical wrestlers. And, you know, he's had a fantastic career. He's gone out on top of, you know, Wembley Arena, getting British wrestling to that point. You know, I, I spoke about it in my, you know, my debut book with uh, Johnny Storm and Jody Floyd leading the, the way for British wrestling way back when. And it's so great that Doug Williams has, has gone out and retired or in the process of retiring after, um, you know, being part of a Wembley Arena. Uh, show which you know 16 years ago or 14 years ago when I started writing uh, never seemed possible so it's it's absolutely amazing that that's happened really and I wish Doug Williams all the best with his retirement really he's been a fantastic ambassador for British wrestling and one of the very best that we've ever had yeah um, I went to two shows this week <laughs> um, um, on Saturday I went to All Star Super Slam Wrestling um, which featured Adam Maxted, Oliver Gray, and friend of the show, Dean Ormark. Um It was a very fun show. It was very panto. The, the demographic wasn't for me and my 13-year-old. It was for a much younger demographic. But it was fun. So, um, um, Dean Ormark versus Tony Spitfire was the standout match of the night. It was hilarious and really technical at the same time. It's hard to describe. But it was, it was fun. Adam Maxted versus Sticks was also good. And... Yeah, that was alright. <laughs> um, and on Sunday I went to Wrestle Island, which was headlined by Old Dove, a friend of the show, Drill. Um, he was in his fatal four-way with Amir Jordan, Terry Izzitz, competing for Sean Only's Island Championship, which Sean retained. Um, on the, yeah, sorry. On the, yeah, on the rest of the card, it was Warren Banks versus Harrison Bourne, and Lucas Steele defeated um, Rob Sharp. After, them, after that match, Banks came to the ring and confronted Steele, which hopefully leads to a feud in the future. And another match was Friends of Show Billy Norton got a roll-up victory over Pitbull. Pitbull then beat down Billy after the match, and then the ref called for security to come in. And I was like, I recognise one of them security guards. It was JJ, who was Crash in the, the arcade, who we interviewed recently. So, so I got to speak to JJ for a bit after the show. That was quite fun. And, and um, if any promoters are listening, I'd recommend a tag team called Paradox. They're fantastic at this show. 
they really impressed me. So. You're doing pretty well with the plugs there, Chris, for the interviews. <laughs> Uh, this is Devin Driscoll. Please listen anytime you can, anywhere you can to Broken But Glorious. We're the best podcast out there today. Thank you for listening. Continue to support. I'm one of the best podcasts in all of wrestling. Right, so we move on to Big Showdown Under in Australia. Yes, 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 yes. Right, so the show opened with The New Day defeating The Bar. Um, I thought it was a very Good action-packed opener to kick things off. I haven't got many notes on it, but it was a fun, fun opener. But, so. Big fan of New Day's finisher. Yeah, it, it was kind of good that Finn Balor wasn't on the show as well. I'm guessing it's, it's, it's the same thing, but on the shoulders. So. <laughs> I, I was just surprised that on commentary they didn't really talk about uh, the bar um, winning the tag team titles from. Mm. The New Day uh, roadblock in 2016 because they ended the uh, the longest reigning uh, um, tag team championship reign, didn't they? Um, yeah. and there was no mention of that on commentary at all. But much like yourself, Chris, it was, I thought it was a, uh, it was a really good match. Um, you could see the chemistry that they've had uh, that they have based on all the matches they've had together. And the uh, ending was. Really surprising, really. I, I don't think I've seen that ending before, so I was surprised that he finished the match. Do you think it's because um, WWE forgot about that match? <laughs> <laughs> Typical WWE to be fair. That, that was Ben. Yeah, match with the fans they, the they, do, <laughs> they do expect the fans to have a short term memory, don't they? They do. <laughs> did you find it a bit and jarring some, that they didn't? Someone like me comes along and, and you know I wrote about it, so I'm always going to remember. Do you find it a bit jarring that they then keep swapping commentators like they do normal power? Do you think if Tom Phillips were there, he would have noticed it rather than because he commentates on SmackDown? Well, it annoys me about the commentary, but we could be all night about that, about Corey. I don't like the way Corey Graves does both shows. Um, as much as I like Corey Graves as a commentator, I don't think he should be on both shows as it sort of devalues the brand, the brand split, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's what you're on about, I don't know. But, um, well, it's I usually at the pay-per-views, the they do let Michael Cole do all the roars and Tom, Tom Phillips does all the SmackDown matches. Was this match they didn't swap the commentary team at all? Well, I don't think they, I don't think they went out there because I remember um, on SmackDown. And I think I think I heard it on a SmackDown episode. Uh, Graves sort of was like laughing at Tom Phillips and Saxton that he was the only one going out. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Corey Graves thing to do, doesn't it? But no, uh, you know Michael Cole and uh, Corey Graves and. Oh, I, I couldn't tell. I don't know. Um, they were the commentary team for this match uh, at Roadblock, so oh, Michael Cole's going to know, isn't he? And he just didn't mention it, I guess. All right, next up was Charlotte defeating Becky Lynch by disqualification. I thought this was a good match. Um, it's good to see Becky's more vicious side and the crowd still being behind her. And no, there's no way they're going to turn this girl heel or get the fans to go behind her. Um, I feel it's a good ending if they're going to be setting up a rematch at Evolution. I, I thought it was like, you know, I was looking forward to it and it was a good match and I thought the ending was really smart, but the fact that they're setting up to a match on SmackDown really confused me, unless there's going to be another, you know, uh, dusty finish there kind of thing. Should probably get counted. Um, yeah, and then, I guess, Evolution then, but... Uh, 
I don't know if I would have announced the rematch for SmackDown. I would have just announced it for Evolution. But, you know, we're, we, we talk about feuds and building them up and stuff. And in certain instances, we want it to go to the end, don't we? So mm-hmm. we've got to be patient and see how it works out. But, yeah, like Nick said, it might be a countout or something else. And then it leads to a, uh, you know, a great match at Evolution, which we'll all, all enjoy. Nick, have you got any thoughts on this match? Yeah, no, pretty much the same. So I think yeah, everything is spare. I think it was um, an okay match, but I think yeah, the ending's almost, yeah, say, booking towards evolution. Um, I, as I say, I reckon SmackDown this week, it will be a shoddy finish. Um, and then, yeah, I think, um, I think um, yeah, it'll be, a, obviously, a match at evolution, which I'd to be quite frank, whether I'm uh, being a bit OTT here, but I think you should main event evolution, I think. Yeah. Um, I think they have great chemistry these two um, everyone, I think the, fa- the fans are clearly really into Becky obviously I know WWE would rather it be her having the heat rather than her getting cheered but this is the most Becky's obviously been over I think since she's been on the main roster I think I know she's never been sort of rude or anything like that but I think this is the most the crowd have ever really got behind her in fact this is probably a bit far maybe but I think this is probably the fact that the crowd have ever got invested in a, in a woman wrestler maybe on the main roster for a long long time and again it's not slate in the women's division or anything like that it's just proper praise of Becky do you think, do you think it, um, the... Charlotte's getting a bit of a Roman effect on it the crowd's turning on it because she's getting all the opportunities I was thinking that when she was bringing out the spears in the match to be honest but <laughs> I think just, just regarding Becky just for a second um it's because of everyone turning on her and the fact that she's one of the best women's wrestlers on the roster and she's been kept out of the title picture for two years. Um, you know, she did that Becky Balboa uh, speech when she won the SmackDown Women's title for the first time. And and basically, you know, she's she's been kept out of opportunity, so the fans want her, uh, you know, put all their support behind a, the underdog and even if the underdog has, you know, snapped, she has a reason to have snapped because Charlotte might have taken her opportunities. And then the only way she knew how to get an opportunity was to take out Charlotte. And that's why maybe they're throwing the support behind Becky because it makes sense. It's it's logical to feel frustrated and stressed and, and all those things. And then to finally lash out after everything that's happened to her in her wrestling career, it, uh, you know, Makes sense if you if you follow the story and stuff. It all it all fits into place, and that's why the fans, even though they're supposed to be booing her, according to WWE, are cheering her. Yeah, <clears throat> totally agree. Yeah, sure. Anything else to say on that match, or do I think I said said it all really. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we had JBL cosplaying as John Cena <laughs> with Bobby Lashley defeating Elias and. Kevin Owens. Um, this is a complete house show match for me. The bare minimum yeah. was done in the match. Yeah. Um, Ashley worked, worked 99% of the match, then tagged in Cena. Cena did his six moves of doom. That's <laughs> the end. What do you think of his six moves of doom punch thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's exactly that. I, I, it, the show just kind of shone a light on to, to me. They the, the people who were there all the time compared to the people who were there half the time hmm. and the positions on the card that they had. And it really, like, 
um, goes back to the, the CM Punk pipe one, doesn't it? About Do you think he's just trolling us with the sixth move? It's so bad. He's, now he's got six moves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably. Have you got any thoughts on this match now? Yeah, I just, yeah, I think house show really, wasn't it? Um, I mean, um, I, 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 I'm up to this part on Raw, but has anyone seen Raw? So no. I've got some highlights. Okay, no, I won't, I won't spoil what happened between what I thought was the biggest part of Raw between Owens and Lashley. Um, what happened? Should I just say it all? No, no, basically, um, I think, um, <laughs> um, I, I think, yeah, the match was just a town show, um, and I think, yeah, it's nice to see Cena back. Very wrong, I like the bloke; he's obviously fantastic for WWE, albeit it does look like JBL. Um, um, and um, and yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, house show, house show, there was house show all over. Um, I mean, I'd love to see Elias' record of paper and battle into that matter of how many matches they're going to lose. Yeah, they're pro- probably yeah, down there with uh, one of your other favourites, aren't they, Nick? Yeah. They don't know what they're doing with them, you know, honestly. Elias has caught on, like, you know, uh, unbelievably from, from NXT to now. It's, it's like he's a different guy, but I always thought there's potential there. Elias um, is the one that really. I don't. I think Elias is. Um, and actually, to be fair, I did see what thing what culture did a video about this. Actually, to be fair, I think Elias is one that it sounds a bit silly, but I don't think it matters him an awful lot when he loses these matches. Uh, Owens and Bray, on the other hand, I think they're obviously badasses. Therefore, they're big. They're like big, strong lads. They're 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 sort of almost monstery heels in a way. Them losing a lot does affect their character. I think Elias. The way his character is. Yeah, I just don't think. I mean, it's obviously. Like The Rock of Old. Yeah, basically. I don't think it matters a huge loss. And I think he'll still be in, like, big matches all the time, to be fair, because that's just his character. But I don't think it really makes him look so, so crap if he loses all the time, given his gimmicks. Not a joke, but, yeah, you know, I think you get the picture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because especially when Kevin Owens came in and he was just just a prize fighter, wasn't he? And now he's. Yeah. He went through his. Now he just gets best mates all the time. <laughs> I'm hoping he, hopefully he'll go back into a prize fighting role because he fights for him. Um, next up, uh, the Iconics defeated Oscar and Naomi. Um, this was short, bad, didn't get much heat. I thought another just house showy match. Get the Australians over. Yeah, well, that was it. Yeah, that's the purpose. It's nice to win a match. Um, yeah, that's all they needed to do. To be honest, the the Iconics are, are not. It's it, it, it's like everything, really. They've got, they had so much uh, talent in NXT, and they bring it up to the main roster, and they don't seem to know what to do with it. And it's it's really frustrating. And in, you know, Nick spoke on it on, on it in the past, sorry. Um, and it, it's just there for everyone to see. Um, so much talent comes through, and they get it to the main roster, and they're like, okay, well, what are we going to do about it? Um, the man, the aforementioned man, uh, Kevin Owens, he had a brilliant start in WWE, beating John Cena on his first pay-per-view. But, you know, you, you look forward a few years later, and he's, he's trying water a little bit, isn't he, really? Mm. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, good to see the Iconics winning Australia. That's how I'd sum up that match. Yeah, I don't, I've got nothing else to say on that match, to be honest. Um, <coughs> it's bad to see Oscar losing. 
They should. They, they could have picked two different people. If the Iconics were going to win, they could have defeated somebody else, I guess. Oh, yeah, you could have done Naomi and, um... Uh... Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> that answers that question, doesn't it, lad? <laughs> you could have picked Naomi and, uh... Who else is on the SmackDown? Lana. Lana. <laughs> <laughs> You can't bring Rusev, because if, if there's an organic Rusev Day chant in Australia, mm. they still won't allow him to be a superstar. <laughs> so. right, next up was, oh, we're back to good matches now, so it was uh, AJ Styles defeated Samir and Joe. I thought there was maybe a yeah, bit too long, but it was another great match uh, between the two of them. Good no, match, they were matches, great storyline, overall good psychology. I thought... Um, this was uh, an excellent match. Um... I'm not sure about, like, the placement is terrible on the card. Uh, this could have easily main evented, and we've got to start thinking of the prestige of the titles, really. Uh, the WWE title has got to be main event, and if, if it's on a card, uh, like the Universal title will do in uh, Saudi Arabia in a few weeks' time. Um, yeah, do you I, think the Universal the title will headline, of... or do you think the, the Axe versus the destructible headline. Oh, well, I hope it's the universal title, in all honesty. Um, I can't see it. But yeah, my, my kind of question coming out of this match, uh, with the definitive answer mm. that AJ Styles is, is better than Samoa Joe in this instance, is Samoa Joe has had a crack at the universal title and he should have won. He's had a crack at the WWE title and, and could have won that too. If he's mm. not going to get near the if he's not going to achieve his goal of winning one of the major WWE championships, could he possibly, you know, because obviously, um, you know, could he, could he possibly retire um, at some point in the future? Uh, because, you know, I, I would guess he's a goal-orientated wrestler, and if he can't reach the top, um, you know, how long will he, will he stay around? Um, I don't think he'll be happy just being there, you know, honestly. Once he, get, once he becomes unhappy, they just give him the US title, isn't that what they do? <laughs> I don't want this feud to finish. I'm re- I think it's just got going. I think it's really been a great feud. I think that video by Samoa Joe was quality. Um, it felt like a bit the like... The bedtime story. No, not even that. The one when he rocked up his house and just went, Daddy's home. <laughs> no, I didn't uh, see that one. That was quality when he rang the doorbell. And, then, uh, and then Daddy said, get... I felt like... It felt like a proper, like, back to, like, the... Well, the attitude era, the uh, or the um, one after the attitude era, well, well, that was the ruthless aggression era. The it felt, like, it era, felt yeah. like that's that. It felt like that's the good old days. It did, I thought. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but if he's definitively beaten by tapping him out, though, with no shenanigans, where do they possibly go with this? Yeah. Um, obviously, when when he tapped yeah. out and he pinned him at the same time, you can move it forward. Does, does, he, does he cost AJ the titles the title in the Saudi money pay-per-view? He just goes like a big freak and just becomes like the one who tries to keep attacking people's families and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's okay. He could cost, um, cost AJ the title then. That'll yeah, that, that, that yeah, would be a, way, that'd be a way to do it. But we all think that The Miz is going to win the title, don't we? So... That'll still, that could still it, set up The Miz winning the title from Brian at Survivor Series, and then they'll feud until WrestleMania. That's if it's not going to SmackDown. There's, there's no way they're going to 
be able to keep the Miz and Brian feuding until WrestleMania, surely. They're already they blowing do what, um, this dude like it's no tomorrow. That's to do what they did in 20... Didn't they, in, didn't they sort of like um, in 20... Before WrestleMania 30, though, didn't at this stage on the build-up to WrestleMania 30, didn't Brian have a little break from the... Um, this is when Brian had the break from his feud with Triple H, and um, he went started having a feud with the Wyatt family. Yeah. Like, from yeah. Christmas to yeah, uh, yeah he, he, him and Punk were, were tag team partners against the Wyatt family, and then, yeah. I see what you mean. If he gets involved in another feud while still being the feud with The Miz, um, yeah, I, I guess that might work. And WrestleMania, you can just sort of join it all back up again. Yeah, I suppose. But well, I, I guess when you know uh, WrestleMania 30 was was there as well, it was uh, uh, Brian against Randy Orton, and that lasted from SummerSlam until WrestleMania, didn't it? With all the different matches and Brian getting closer and closer to the title and stuff. So yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah, I can see it happening. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'd like I'd like the Miz to win the Rumble. It could be an interesting way to go. Having him being really sneaky, basically spend the whole Rumble on the outside and then throwing somebody out last. Could be an interesting way to go. Absolutely. If he just like uh, like tied himself around the the ring ropes, you know, got to like the bottom rope and refused to move, and then he wouldn't be that way. That'd be quite smart. Evolution versus Shield in, ha- in Elimination Chamber, main event of WrestleMania. That's what you need. Please, no. I reckon the Miz could come out, sit on commentary for 10 minutes, and then walk around the ring, then do a Jerry Lawler, hide underneath for a little bit. He's done that before, though, Miz, didn't he? he, he, he this, 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 this year he sat on commentary. Was it last year? The last two years, one of them, he, he sat on commentary for about ten minutes before he got in the ring. Yeah, something like that. Cool. I'm pretty sure Cena brought him back in, and that's when it started the Cena versus Miz feud for WrestleMania. It wasn't that long ago. It was re- oh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Maybe this year, then, yeah. When you say me, Ms. Cena, I keep thinking that's me in 27, not this year. I, keep forget, I forget that match happened this year. So. <laughs> right, so we move on to the next match. So, the world's baddest wrestler teamed with Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey to defeat the Wright Squad. So. Another awesome showcase of Ronda Rousey, wasn't it, really? Oh, that double uh, arm breaker was amazing. So. Yeah, the double arm bar to, to finish the match was, was pretty pretty special to be honest I'm glad they didn't do it to um, Riot um, what's her name I think you're right Ruby Riot Keep, keeping her look strongish well she's the the best wrestler on the team isn't she yeah. um, just in front of Sarah Logan so yeah and, and they talked on commentary about like a really good match happening between uh, Rousey and Riot on Raw um, the previous yeah, that was, week that was a really good match so yeah uh, and, and she come up quite uh, close to getting the victory on that one, so yeah, good idea. But, um, but once again, no, look at sorry. the look at the AJ Styles and Samoa Joe WWE Championship placement. It, it shouldn't be, shouldn't have been this early in the show. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It should headline if the championship is the only world title on the on the card. It should headlines. Absolutely. 
that you surprised there was no shenanigans between Nicky and Ronda at the end of this match? Uh, I, I think the shenanigans was in the match when the, both brothers refused to tag her, didn't they, for the longest time. So At the start, there was a bit of a disagreement. Yeah, a bit of a disagreement about who's going to start the match, didn't they? I've got more, not much more to say about that match, unless you just want to leave anything. <laughs> it was a good show in Batman no, and the, the blonde. Just the way, Rosie, I mean, so. just the way Rosie, once again, is, is the best commodity that WWE's got. Um, mm. Been that way since WrestleMania. She looks, she looks incredible every time she steps in the ring, and it's just uh, so refreshing to see, really. Um, I just wish, because uh, of being a big, a big Ken Shamrock fan, that they had have gone this way when he was in the company in the Attitude Era, because they, they obviously had like the uh, um, the world's most dangerous man, and they pushed it to a certain extent with the IC title and stuff. And he he did have the um, title match against Shawn Michaels. Um, I think if he was a better talker, they could have done more with Ted Shamrock, but he wasn't very good on the mic, apart from being psycho. But well, if you had if you had someone talk. For him then, mm. in, in that instance, but you know, there's people who we've said we haven't said, but people who have said that are not very good on the microphone and stuff, and they just find their own voice. So you've got to allow people to find their own voice, haven't you? So, but that that wasn't the case with the attitude era. It was like throw things at a wall, and if it sticks, <laughs> then we'll we'll go with it. And uh, I was always in, entertained by Ken Shamrock's matches, uh, the mixture of uh, mixed martial arts and, and technical wrestling and submission wrestling was with my cup of tea and I always pushed for him to be um, you know main event and fight for the title and he had some you know pretty amazing matches with The Rock but that was as far as it got really yeah and, uh, <coughs> next up Buddy Murphy defeated um, Cedric Alexander to win the Cruiserweight title I thought it was a, a great match I thought it was a great combat um, Probably an awesome comeback story for Murphy after he looked dead and buried in NXT after the Blake and Murphy tag team broke up. Looked like they were about to be released before this whole comeback story. I think the both guys were extremely well together. Favorite match. Yeah, Yeah. I'm surprised it was only ten minutes long. It seemed more excitement. It was. It it, it was outstanding. Um, I, I was told to watch out for this one. But it's just it's just proof of how good two or five live has has been and has become really. Um, I don't think it's uh, it, two or four. Obviously, Cedric Alexander was the champion and stuff, but I don't think it's him that's that's built it up as much. You know, honestly, I think it's been down to Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy. Mm. Um, they've had a fantastic series of matches over the uh, you know the spring and the the summer. And I was just waiting for somebody to take uh, Cedric Alexander's title with, with all due respect. With him not losing a match this year, um, yeah, it was, and then for it all to come, uh, you know, and full circle for Buddy Murphy, who was, was brilliant with, with Blake and obviously Alexa Bliss in NXT, shouldn't have been anywhere near the, the, the line when he was possibly going to be, uh, you know, shown given his, his future endeavours and stuff. Um, too talented for that. And then he's, he's lost a ton of weight to get in shape for 205 Live. 
And uh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant that it's happened in Australia. Brilliant that we've got a new cruiserweight champion. And brilliant that it shakes up the division completely. Um, and the match, like I said, are absolutely outstanding. I'm surprised that all Fantastic the Australians stuff. won matches. It's not, yeah. It's not a very WWE thing to do. You just lose and you owe matches. Lose Cedric to uh, the main roster, I saw. I think I said if they get the IC title away from Seth Rollins and make it a proper mid a proper mid tier title, Cedric would be very good in that around that area. I think yeah, you could yeah. I, I think it's the same thing that we said about Neville, lads. To be honest, um, they should have moved him from the cruiserweight title to the US or the ICT title, and then hmm. uh, you know he's he's recently left the company, hasn't he? And and gone to yeah, Dragon Gate, Dragon so um, yeah, that that never happens. So hopefully, hopefully they learn from that mistake and can do something along that, those lines with, with Cedric Alexander. But once again, don't call him up if you don't know what to do with him. I don't know. I think, I think him, Leo Rush, and Bobby Lashley could be a good little trio. Yeah, because have Leo, Leo Rush be the talking piece for them too. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good idea. That'd be a good tag team, and that'd, that'd be a good tag team to go against uh, McIntyre and Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah. That'd, that'd be good, because Lashley's got the strength, and Alexander's got the the uh, you know the ability, the agility, the technical prowess, and, and everything. Yeah, that'd be a really, really cool idea, that one. Nick, have you got any more thoughts on this match, or should we move on? Uh, no, just to say, one of my favourite matches of the night, if not the my, if not my favourite match of the night. Uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, we'll, we'll be discussing this. Whole, wouldn't mind seeing Cedric up to the main roster, but it's, it's good to see Buddy Murphy. And I say it's, I think, I mean, it's a fantastic story for other wrestlers who could potentially be on their way out ever in the future. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's the next up. The Shield defeated the Dogs of War. Uh, I thought they did, they did a nice job of teasing the Ambrose heel turn. Overall, it's a good brawling match. Some highs and lows. A really good Shield trios match. It was entertaining. When Believe I, in the Shield. I still think this could have done five minutes less. I think because most of the match was just Seth getting beaten down. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I've got nothing really else to say about it. It's just a typical Shield match. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the shield, the shield rule. Yeah. Uh, uh, generally, every match. Have they ever had a crap match? I think <laughs> it's just every time. It's just always a fantastic match. Um, I've been away from Dolph Drew and Strowman, as I think. Well, I think I think Dolph and Drew have been, especially Drew. I think they've been one of the highlights of of Raw since the. Um, I still, I, I still think it would have been more interesting if they did the Shield versus Strowman, just as Strowman as a one man army. I think that's all. Oh, I can see what you're saying, but I think that's why they've been fairly sensible. They haven't got like Strowman and say like the authors of pain or someone like that who's big, 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 huge men. If that makes sense. So yeah. I think they've been quite sensible with who they've got with Strowman. Yeah. I do get what you're saying, but then like it'd be stupid if like even if Strowman even remotely gets. Well, I think they've kind of because Strowman obviously got beaten out of them after on the. Um, uh, what was it when they when he tried to cash in on Reigns after yeah. SummerSlam? So yeah, it's when the Shield reformed, didn't it? Yeah, so I think that would have been a pretty daft to try and keep running because I don't think it would have given it any value. I think for both sort of parties, really. Um, 
but I think when I was yeah, I just think well last time I was there with the children, you know, it was like Stro- it was like Strowman Kane Miz on the bar. <laughs> and, and the children still won. That was even without Reigns, that was with Angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See the, the only thing I have a uh, contentious issue with this one, um, is the fact that the Shield won. I think you go down the route of of um, you know Reigns accidentally costing the Shield the match because of attacking Ambrose, and then you build from there really, um, because you know they were kind of all beaten down, and and then the the, the new you know uh, trio uh, that could kind of build the build the brand and stuff uh, lost to. Uh, pretty beaten down shield in, in the end so that that was the only thing I just would have changed the result and had the Superman punch cost Ambrose the match Yeah, and then you you build a feud between him and Reigns for the future the only thing I really don't like about this feud is all the titles are in this feud so the rest of the card yeah. is kind of just sitting there going let's wait for this feud to finish and then we can have the title matches and stuff. the revival would be sort of fucked over I think a bit yeah it would have been interesting if the, the Shield cost Ziggler and Dolph, not Ziggler and Drew, the titles against the Revival the other week. Well, I imagine um, at Crown Jewel it'll be, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking in my head, but I imagine at Crown Jewel it'll be Seth and, D, Seth and Dean versus Drew and Dolph for the titles, but yeah, you're still kicking out the IC title really, aren't you? So, mm. yeah, I know, I know what you mean, it has all the titles already on everyone's waist really which is a bit I guess they've got four weeks to change that Nick yeah, well three man. three and a bit yeah well hopefully they can push Cedric up quickly but <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no yeah I think Seth hopefully um, uh, Seth could drop the bell I said you can keep you see the other you see the other week where they had you said the, oh, yeah, the end of a promo where you lifted their belts up and then the was like no, no belt <laughs> then awkward <laughs> If they're gonna do that, they should have let them win the tag team titles and have all the belts in the shield. But, and yeah, I don't like all the belts being in one feud. It just can't. The rest of the cards just like we don't know what to do. It's very like uh, Shawn Michaels and Diesel back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously that was like a click and stuff, and there was there was a reason why all the titles were there because of the politicking and stuff. Um, I don't think it is in this instance, but yeah, um, if you've got the opportunity to to help build new stars and stuff, you you, you need to do it really because people aren't going to be around forever. Um, like I said, you, you said about the revival. That's that's another team that they they've, they've got a fantastic reputation um, and they've they've come up and they you know they've, they've done not much of them at all. And that's not how it should be, really. They're a quality tag team. They could be having fantastic matches on Raw and on pay-per-view and stuff, and they're just they're just they're lost in the shuffle at the moment, aren't they? I think uh, from everything I've read, they seem to be building up teams, but then there's, there's no titles from to go for because the titles are in this feud. Like they seem to be doing some of the Gable and Rude. We've got the B team, we've got the rival. Wolf Sapedo on a bit of a winning streak. So we've got all these teams, but they can't go anywhere because the titles are stuck in this feud. Mm, I need to sort it out. Yeah. Just get the shield to cost them the titles, and that'll further the feud. Further 
the feud, much like much like you said about the um, Joe costing AJ the title. Mm. Carry on the feud. That's probably the, the way to carry on the feud, um, and you know, put it on on Brian, and, and obviously get the Shield to cost McIntyre and Ziggler tag titles, and that'll add to their feud. So mm. those are the two ways that out of this that they've got. It depends uh, if that's what they want to do. B team, B team, go, go, go. I need to get the titles back. Uh, uh, next match is a bit confusing. There's um, Brian versus Miz. I've heard two theories as to why this match is so short. One was a botch by the ref, and two, all the other matches were going so... went over, over, and they needed an hour for the main event. So that's why this only went two and a half minutes. They needed three and a half minutes. They needed three minutes for the Undertaker to walk to the ring, so they couldn't, they couldn't take that off. So. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a play on the fact that when uh, Brian was the, the Ring of Honor world champion, he used to do different things to win the matches. And then I saw the WWE article uh, to announce AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. Didn't they call him Mr. Small Package? Yeah, well, that could be retrospective. How do, how yeah, do so I, I think it might be a play on... Uh, the different ways that he won uh, when he was doing Gavana World Champion. I, I didn't think it was... It, it was definitely shocking that it happened that way, but I, I thought it was all um, yeah, determined beforehand, and yeah. Yeah, so as we said, Brian will get his title shot. Well, he got Sweet Revenge on the Miz, and we'll get a title shot at Sweet Saudi Money too. So... <laughs> Do you see this being the end of this feud for a while? Um, it could be fun if Samoa and Joe keeps trying to cost AJ the title and Miz keeps coming in trying to cost Brian the title. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I was going to say. If the Miz tries to cost him the title and then if Joe did it, maybe have the mini, you know, randomly, uh, like the the four McMahons being in the, the corners and... Uh, WrestleMania 16, mm. just to have Joe in somebody's corner, missing the other person's corner, and then they can just keep on trying to cost the the opponent or their quote unquote man mm. the match, and that, that, that might be quite funny to watch. Might not be the classic we all want Styles versus Brian to be, but it'd be uh, amusing to watch, I'm sure. I'm sure it won't be as overbooked mess as the next match we're going to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> so, Triple H defeated The Undertaker in 27 minutes. From, from, it being for the first time in 17 years. From, from that's the, big the start of Shawn Michaels' music to the end of the beatdown at the end, it was the best part. I think it was 56 minutes or something. This whole section. I understand works after all. <laughs> It's good. It's good. I think they could have just come out, did all the signatures, everyone would be happy. Ten minutes. See, the, the thing is for me, like, with regards to Undertaker and Triple H, I think their best match happened at WrestleMania 17. Yeah, but that was and 17 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, WrestleMania 17 was the best the, match. The and then age the, of these four people of... was 200. <laughs> they shouldn't be headlining shows. <laughs> Uh, oh, like I said, with Stars and Joe on the on the show for the WWE title, nothing 
should go ahead of that, in my opinion. But when CM Punk was the champion, you know, John Cena uh, main evented against Jordan Laurinaitis, didn't he? So it's it's just how it how it is, really. Um, you you say about the prestige of the title, but you put it right in the middle of the card. Uh, you know, it's it's sending out the different signals, isn't it? To be honest. Yeah, I think mean, it's because it's. I think mean, I get what you're saying, but it's the first time they're in Australia. It's a massive. It's almost like a WrestleMania in a way, isn't it? So oh yeah, it's definitely they're, they're WrestleMania because like seventy thousand people in it. Um, and to do it just to sell tickets, put bumps in seats. Um, you know, I think Styles versus Joe would have gone there. <sighs> Um, I mean, theoretically, it probably, it probably would have done, given how big the show is. I think mean, the show yeah. would have probably done that anyway. You had Heath Slater versus Bo Dallas, <laughs> minute, so. but no, I think I, I get what you're saying, but I just think they've done it just to um, just to sort of make a um, sort of do it really. But I mean, with the Triple H on the take, I think their best match though. Uh, it's a bit of a serious subject. I think it was WrestleMania 28, and I thought that was the perfect end to. I don't know why they had to bring it back. I thought that was the perfect ending for WrestleMania 28. Well, didn't they have, um, at the Greatest Royal Rumble, was it John Cena against Triple H? Yeah, last time ever. But yeah. That was Triple so, H in with somebody who can still move. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, it's, you know, it's just one of those instances like Nick said about selling tickets and stuff. Um, if, if, you wanted, if you wanted to bring new fans to the product, this match didn't do it. No, what was not Crown Jewel. Sorry? What was that Crown Jewel? The Greatest Royal Rumble. No, what, what are we talking about now? Yeah, it's 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 the Axe versus the Brothers of Destruction of Crown Jewel. And then it's rumoured to be Shawn Michaels versus Boy, the How do you miss it? It's been all over social media. Then it's rumoured to be Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker at Survivor Series. Retire really? Undertaker. See? See, the thing is with this, and this is the really annoying thing, it comes out of retirement to take on Undertaker and Kane, but he had the opportunity to main event the, uh, is it the, the other motorhome with AJ Styles for the Rumble, and he, he doesn't take it. He had the opportunity to fight against his student, Daniel Bryan, during the aforementioned Randy Orton. He doesn't take that either. What is so special about about uh, you know the brothers of destruction that's brought him out of retirement to not, not just wrestle once but possibly wrestle twice. He needs to do it. He wants to keep the Undertaker through. He can do it, man. And he, and he, and he likes. But it doesn't make sense, though, does it, Nick? With with all um, <coughs> seriousness, with those ma- with those matches being on the card, you know, on the cards, and then yeah, it's, it's really uh, confusing for me. He needs to wrestle out of the cold. <laughs> yeah, Adam Coles and another—that'd be a great match. And Johnny Gargano. It's basically the conversation we had months ago, in it about all the people that Shawn Michaels could go against. Top ten. Um, never, never expected him to go against the Undertaker and Kane, and the Undertaker again. Uh, go against the Gargano, a Cole, a Brian, Styles, um, any of those matches would, would have the right people, wouldn't they? But two. Triple H and Shawn Michaels, John Taker and Kane. Uh, every one of those those wrestlers aren't on the roster full time, are they? So who does that help? Yeah. 
the one good thing about HBK in this match, he did take some good bumps. So and got up and didn't look like he broke his back or his leg. He he looked like he was moving okay still. He still, he looks in tremendous shape. But does like just look at his arms and his chest. He still looks in tremendous shape. Has he shaved his, his head? Hat wouldn't come off, would he? What his arms? It looked like his, his hat wouldn't. I was going to say, has he shaved his head for a film role? Because he had hair last time. Or something. No, isn't he in the marine? Is he in the marine? He has hair. Yeah, he's in. He's in the marine, but he's got hair. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's been doing lots of Christian movies recently. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, so it's getting late. Shall we? So, what do you all think? Overall thoughts on this tape? Well, is it a pay per view? Was it a house show? A paper it's a pay per view on Sky at the moment. Um, <laughs> yep, yeah, I finally took the plunge and got Sky. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, I, I think it was. You know, it's a good show. In all honesty. Um, Go out your way to see Cedric Alexander, Buddy Murphy, uh, the Shield versus the 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 pack or dogs of war, as you call them. Um, is, uh, is new, pretty good as well. Good as well. Yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey impressed again. The last ten uh, seconds. Charlotte and Becky had a smart ending. Mm. Um, if that leads to another match at Evolution, Styles versus Joe was excellent. So yeah, I think there's enough there to say. You know, thumbs up really, and anything else if you you want know, to want to pass by then and not watch it then. Um, but go out of your way to see those things really. I think I think it was a good show. And then um, when it's all said and done for the casual fans for the main event, they they went home happy. If that happened in you know in England somewhere, um, I'm sure we we would enjoy it if we was live. It's just obviously we we're watching it on. On um, on the TV and it lasting 56 minutes, uh, you know, went uh, a good while too long. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Good enough show, I think. Thumbs up. Yeah, Nick, what are your thoughts? Um, I think um, yeah, I think obviously it's fantastic for Australia. Um, obviously getting a show, but again, it just winds me up. Um, I said they've had the Great Royal Rumble and now they've got Crown Jewel next week but I can't even get something this big I know we, I know we shouldn't be greedy yet we've got, I know we've got the United Kingdom the NXT UK and everything but I can't we have a massive show at Wembley or somewhere uh, whether it's all in the pipeline we're going to get WrestleMania hopefully I don't know but I, can't I think we've got to get something in the future haven't we we no, deserve something. Again, I know we get, we're quite lucky as it is. We do get, obviously... No, no, I, I don't mean about like NXT in uh, UK and stuff, Nick. But if they're doing Australia, they've gone to Saudi Arabia twice this year in a few weeks' time. They've got to be, especially with Impact Wrestling coming back onto the UK shores, uh, they've got to start making a move to, to do something big here or... Um, much like they did uh, for a short while there, they'll, they'll lose the fans to TNA Impact Wrestling again, and I don't think Vince and Triple H and Stephanie and so on and so forth want that to happen. So um, hopefully these shows are a catalyst for, like you said, a big Wembley show um, in the in the near future. Should we finish on just one quickie. Um, the, the Wrestling Observer is reporting that there's talks to expand NXT TV to a two-hour program, so it'll either be two... two no! It'll either be, no! It'll either be a two-hour show, it'll be a 90-minute show, or two one-hour shows. Uh, or, or do you want Is that to incorporate NXT UK? No, it's just that they, they, 
they've got so much talent under contract, they need to expand it. Basically, that's what they're saying. No, I think you've got to keep it an hour. Uh, an hour's a good format for NXT and 205 Live. Um, yeah. We did ask our Twitter followers what they would prefer. 40% 40, 40 of them said they would like a 90-minute show. That was the winner. The second will stick to an hour. Yeah. yeah. And um, on Thursday, we will have... Um, Russell Talk is saying that on Thursday, there'll be a news conference about NXT UK TV deal. So we'll find out more about on Thursday how that's going to work. And I've got tickets to the Liverpool tapings. So. Yeah, what? what do you mean? I thought it was all going to be on the network. I have no idea. No. We'll find out. So. We'll find out. I'm actually going to be on Sky Sports. Could be on Sky Sports. I'm guessing it'll be on, could be on the network. I hope it's on the network as well. I don't have Sky Sports. <laughs> oh, so, oh, 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 yeah. Put it on, put it, when it's a television, it means put it in the network meant television. I have no idea. It's just, that's what it's a sort of sound. There's no, there's no more details. So just just says on Thursday there'll be a news conference to discuss the TV, the NXT UK TV deal. deal. Oh, was in the ones they've already filmed, like the um, is that is that the ones they've already filmed, like Plymouth and places like in Cambridge and yeah. Uh, yeah, but Plymouth, yeah, they've they've done Cambridge, Birmingham, I think, and they're going to do Plymouth and Liverpool. Oh, yeah, so then they're, they are, I reckon they'll probably be on the network. It'll, be, it'll just be on the network. Anything you guys want to say on the um, the British wrestling TV deals that have come through? Um, I've, I've watched a couple of the Preston City well, shows. Rev Pro. Rev Pro starts in December, doesn't it? That's incredible news. Yeah, I've, yeah I've, I think I've watched two of the three. And, and I think, I, according to what I read last night, IPW UK has got one as well. Has it? I've not seen that. Yeah, so if we were, if we weren't watching North Wrestling already, then it's hard to find time to watch it as it is. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it will be tough. It really is. <laughs> but I must admit, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I won't. Say and like that. I said, we've taken the Sky TV plunge and putting the sports channels on. I've got Series Link on Raw and SmackDown to go with everything else. And I'm I'm still watching NXT Takeover Brooklyn Four. In all honesty. <laughs> Raw and Smackdown, you can just click through that and watch the odd, watch the odd thing, the major thing that happens. You only really watch it just like the promos and stuff on Raw and Smackdowns. Yeah. yeah I just watch well, the, yeah. the hour cut down version on Sunday morning. Raw. It's not going to get any any easier for me in terms of hours in a day. And ho- hopefully working on the fourth book and, you know, that kind of stuff as well. So, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, cheers, Nick. Uh, so before we go, um, please check out my interview with Bandit Wrestling owner um, Devin Driscoll. It was a very interesting chat. He's had trials of NXT, he's challenged for the NWA title this year. He's had matches of Al Snow, Jeff Cobb this year. He's really interesting guy. Uh, and yeah, so we'll and I've got interviews with Cultaholics Tom Campbell this week and next week I'm interviewing Jason Saint. He's a a manager from America. Not interviewed the manager yet, so that should be interesting. Uh, yeah. So, if you enjoy our show, check us out on Twitter. It's at BBGWPod. And we'll see you for the Evolution next. Is it? No. Uh, yeah, it is the Evolution. I thought it was the Saudi Arabia show, but yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll see you for the Evolution. They're a week after the week. Yeah. You've got Evolution, and you've got the week after you've got the Saudi Arabia Crown Jewel. Yeah. 
So I'll do money too. Good night. Good night, everyone.